This episode's brought to you by 1010. 1010 is the exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th today at BlueMile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches today, January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively, BlueNile.com. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, after Divisional Round Weekend, we break down some of the performances and kind of we long for the day that we could be talking about the Arizona Cardinals like we're going to talk about some of the teams that won over the weekend. Of course, today we remember the life, the legacy, legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., MLK Day. It's a great day for hoops. Tune in to, of course, your Locked On NBA Network shows on a day like today and tomorrow, of course, to kind of recap everything. But, uh, Alex, uh, you had a, you're had you on a heater, man. You had a great weekend when we started to break down the betonline.ag spreads as far as point spreads, totals. You had yourself a weekend, my man. Congratulations. Yeah, the only – I mean, first of all, I didn't bet any of these. And second of all, um, <laughs> the uh, I, I, I did take the Rams plus 6.5, but I nailed – the unders in both of the games that everybody thought the overs were going to hit with the Bills, uh, obviously you, you don't want to see it that way. And for people that know about Lamar Jackson and, and, and me, my relationship with him, you never want to see a team lose. You never want to see any player get injured. But it also helped in people betting the under 49.5 of the betonline.ag line. And then Kansas City, the under 57.5 was the easiest lock of the week for me. I mean, it's just that number is so high. When you have a run first team who you know drains the clock with every drive, and then both of us had um, Tampa Bay winning outright, not only taking the the plus three, but winning outright, and that was about as walk of a parky as you can get in the second half of that game. Yeah, I will say this: when you looked at the odds as far as the getting the points for the Bucks and just on the money line, it just wasn't enough. If you were going to get points in that game, might as well cash in on that. And the Bucks took care of business. It was tough to see uh, Drew Brees go out like that. It's also nice to kind of see Tom Brady show uh, he just he, he's the goat. Um, and then after the game, we've seen the clips, just a wholesome um, where Tom Brady's there on the field with Drew Brees and his family. Just a really cool moment there. If you're a football fan, you can appreciate that. Uh, a couple takeaways for the Arizona Cardinals: How does how do they kind of come into this conversation? A coordinator. Who uh, who's getting it done in the postseason for the Buffalo Bills as we kind of continue to see Josh Allen make the jump from uh, you know being a project kind of a raw skill set quarterback to an elite signal caller in the in the NFL. Of course, his offensive coordinator Brian Dable he is a hot commodity commodity now. There were two coaching hires uh, as of today. Dan Campbell it's not official, but looks like he's going to be the next head coach in Detroit. I don't understand that move. A guy who's never been even a coordinator in this league. He's supposed to be just kind of a raw, raw guy. That's pretty on brand for the Detroit Lions. And then you've got uh, the hiring uh, of Brandon Staley, a defensive coordinator for the LA Rams. As, or Yeah, LA Rams as their season came to a close on Saturday night. Staley, he becomes the next head coach 
of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So Staley, another coordinator out of the NFC West, so it's going to be the Rams. They could be searching for coordinators on both sides of the football. Suddenly, Sean McVay becomes the Nick Saban of the NFL ranks. And we've got, uh, by my count, that's right, three key coordinators for the two top teams in the NFC West that have exited. Yeah, I mean, it's listen, if we know anything, we know that Sean McVay just re-ups with with new uh, coordinator talent that nobody's heard of. I mean, after I feel like after the uh, the Wade Phillips, you know, uh, removal after they had a great defense for a couple years when he when Sean McVay made that decision, the GM, you know, less needed. He made that decision to bring in Brandon Staley. It's like, who the hell is this guy? What is he doing? And then Brandon Staley, you know, showed that he could elevate the Rams defense to the number one defense in the NFL, which he did last year, you know, obviously anchored by uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey and, and Aaron Donald, but going to the chargers who, you know, I, if I were to associate with one team as a fan um, in the, in, in the NFL, it would be the chargers living there for almost a decade. Like you look at the chargers defense, it was the right choice and it works out for the Cardinals because another brilliant coordinator mind is gone from the NFC West, and that's something that, you know, whatever. I mean, the, the Cardinals need as much help as they can get if they if they want to stay in the race. They had their chance with the 49ers being uh, riddled with injuries all year. They had their chance with Seattle coming back to earth the second half of the season, and they had their chance against a backup quarterback to have the opportunity to knock the Rams out of the playoffs, even though the, the, uh, the Bears ended up losing, which would have got the Rams in anyways. The Cardinals had all the chances possible this year, and they pooped the bed when they needed when they needed victories. They did. I mean, in in all senses of the word, the Cardinals should have been the sixth seed at lowest yeah. in the NFC in, in the NFC playoff picture this year. That's that's the truth. And they ended up not making the playoffs. So yeah, it's cool that coordinators are gone, but it also doesn't mean that the Cardinals were any better. Well, let me say this, and and it it doesn't mean that they're going to be. Uh, a team that's going to be on make the biggest jump this offseason. But the Arizona Cardinals have the best opportunity to make the biggest leap from 2020 to 2021. As far as how their roster is set up, the continuity coming back with the coaching staff, they have an opportunity to kind of have the pieces in place once they kind of, once what we used to recognize as a, as a normal NFL offseason. Uh, now I know there's there's some changes as far as the combine goes, but as far as they, they're probably going to be able to get together for uh, for workouts and stuff this off season and incorporate new players, unlike last season, uh, the, the Arizona Cardinals it, it's going to come down to making the correct decisions as far as the roster goes via free agent free agency via trades and via draft. Now that's a saying you know that's just really under understating things, but they are going to have the best opportunity to kind of catch up with the Rams and the Seahawks because they are going to incorporate new coordinators. Rams continue to be kind of cap, uh, you know, as far as the cap goes, they've they've got to still work some magic. And then the Seahawks, I mean, can the Seahawks legitimately improve off of this these past two seasons where I think that they they they, they went above and beyond the expectations anybody had for them? Yeah. I mean, and that's fair. It's it's a very uh, two-faced, double-sided uh, conundrum that the Cardinals find themselves in. And Bo and I were talking before we started the podcast. Like, 
I, I mean, I'm just under the impression that Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired at some point, whether it be inevitable, right? Eight weeks, six weeks, eight weeks into this season, which would be the catastrophic end that everybody that's rationally followed the Arizona Cardinals over the last eight years, the Steve Kime era as GM. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be week five. They're going to start two and three. Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired. They're going to have to bring an interim guy in. It's going to be another wasted year. Like that is what that is the worst case scenario. But I mean, the Cardinals need to win 11 games, 10 or 11 games, and a playoff game next year, in my opinion, for Cliff Kingsbury to keep his job. But then you look at the other side, and that sounds completely irrational. What do you mean? He won 10 games, three years removed from them winning three, and making it to the playoffs. How can you fire him now? So, I mean, again, it's it's two-sided. You can make arguments for both sides. And that is one of the more frustrating things. It's like having two quarterbacks vying for the starting quarterback position. If you don't know, that's bad, regardless of if there's some positivity infused into what looks like not that great of a situation at head coach. Even if there's some gray area, that's not good for the future. you got to know one way or the other, and the Cardinals don't. I mean, we know who their opponents are for the 2021 season, but if they, if they fall, if they if the schedule gets put out and there's a the, the slate looks like, you know, they're taking on the Tennessee Titans early on, they're taking on the Green Bay Packers early on, they're taking on teams like the Colts and the Rams and the Seahawks and the Niners who are going to be healthy. If the if that's part of you know their first eight games, that could be disastrous. Like some of these teams that are just playoff ready. That that just have guys that uh, are going to come to play and, and just completely, you know, they, that we didn't see the Arizona Cardinals play up to par with at the end of the season. That could be disastrous for a guy like Cliff Kingsbury. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers punched their ticket to the NFC Championship game, and you recognize a lot of faces on that staff. I'll just tell you how many Arizona Cardinals ties are going to play in the NFC Championship game for the Buccaneers. Are you rooting for them, or is it kind of a leave a sour taste in your mouth? We'll get into that conversation. It's the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. Bo and Alex, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Brack, and at Lockdown AZ Cards. We'll be right back. When it comes to getting and staying in shape, nothing feels as good as the feeling of accomplishment hitting your fitness goals, and feeling great about yourself. You can talk about hitting new goals in this upcoming year. Echelon can get you there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun, challenging workout from the comfort of the home. This X7S is Echelon's latest state-of-the-art innovation that takes cycling to the next level. The XEX. 7S Connected Bike is built with performance, flexibility, and durability in mind. The EX7S is the bike for competitors at heart. The world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily and live on-demand studio-level classes always available when you need them. And unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone with one membership that lets up to five family members all work at the same time. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on right now. And you can try Echelon Fitness Equipment at home for 30 days. It was the New Orleans Saints falling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 30 to 20. A couple backbreaking picks. 
down the stretch for Drew Brees, and it could be the last time that we saw Drew Brees. Grace football field uh, could retire after the season. It'd be interesting to see what direction the Saints go at the quarterback position. Did Taysom Hill show him that he could be a starting quarterback in this league uh, going forward? Could it be Jameis Winston who came in in a fascinating play that Sean Payton ripped directly from the previous week's game against the Bears from his opponent. James Winston comes in and throws a 50-plus yard touchdown pass uh, in that contest. Uh, but um, Saints going home and Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the NFC Championship playoff. I, I got to admit, I, I was pretty excited to see that uh, Tom Brady. Uh, no, it was the stat that was in the last 24 years. The was it the the Dallas Cowboys have haven't been to the NFC Championship game in 24 years, and they've been in the NFC for 24 years, obviously. And Tom Brady's been in the NFC one year. He's got one more NFC championship appearance than the Dallas Cowboys. Always fun to kind of just throw some shade on the Cowgirls. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Mosier. Um, you know, it's <laughs> it's uh and and then Tom Brady's made 14 of 19 conference championship games in his career. That's insane. That's insane. 74%. 74%. I mean, it's just So l- let's look at this. There, there's some there's some Bruce Arians ties here, and I and I'll you know I'll give you your run on it, but it's like he's the underdog going into the conference championship round, right? Yeah, going on the road, going to Lambeau for sure. I mean, he they if you're gonna rank the four teams left, regardless of the offensive names, like the the best offensive roster on paper is probably the Bucks skill position players. 1 to 11 offensive line even everything. I mean obviously Patrick Mahomes would tip the scale, but Buffalo? Buffalo's got one good receiver in Josh Allen. They don't run the ball at all. Aaron Aaron Rodgers, they have, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. Those are the top tier guys. And everybody else, you know, it's fine, but then you look at Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronk like, on paper, it's crazy, even though Tom Brady is the weakest of the four quarterbacks. I mean, I'm still rooting for Like, this may be the last time. So I'd much rather see him get to a Super Bowl than anybody else. I mean, obviously, because I think Aaron Rodgers is a – this is not a Packers podcast, but I would love to see Tom Brady make it with Bruce Arians in tow. Yeah, Bruce Arians, you've got Byron Leftwich, of course, is their offensive coordinator. Todd Bowles, former defensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals. That propelled him to a head coaching job and. With the New York Jets, uh, Jason Like used to work in the Arizona Cardinals front office. He was uh, he worked beneath <clears throat> Steve Kime for so many years. Uh, there's just the the ties are all over the field. Blaine Gabbert, we all remember the Gab Man. He's the backup quarterback somehow for Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't know how that works, but uh, there's just ties all over the field. Is it uh, AQ Shipley? Is a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? There's just uh, Ted Larson. I remember seeing his name there. There's just a bunch of guys. Whenever they needed to get a like a backup offensive lineman or somebody to fill some gaps in on the defense, you just see a guy that you've seen, you know, play. He played for the Arizona Cardinals between 2013 and 2017. Yeah, Dan Buchanan as well is back. Say that again. Dan Buchanan is back as well. They just elevated yeah, him for the practice squad for the uh, for the game yesterday. Yep, yep, and you know it's when you, and you talk about all the the guys that they have on offense. When you look at that defense, when when you've got guys like uh, like White who was who made the big uh, interception with the just brutal stiff arm afterwards, 
they like they're getting healthier. Uh, they've just got some young mix of young players to go with some veteran defensive players on Tampa Bay. And when Todd Bowles, he, he just gives him the ability to do what he does best and dial up, you know, exotic blitz packages. And they're just they're just dangerous. And they get seem to get better throughout the game. Like they follow suit with Tom Brady, where they just it, get better and better when the fourth quarter comes. They're ready to play. Like if, if it's a tight game between the Green Bay Packers and Tampa Bay, you know, late in that contest, I mean, who are you getting given the edge to? Are you are you giving it to Tom Brady and the Bucks? Or are you giving it to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? I don't. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind. You know, there. I think this is kind of throw out the record books and let's just let two ballers go. I mean, yeah. uh, the secondary looked pretty good. Uh, of the uh, for the Bucks, um, but I mean, obviously Drew Brees was throwing with his leg. You know, I mean, it's just like it, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest output by him. Um, I just it's hard to trust anybody as much as you trust Tom Brady controlling the clock, controlling the the uh, everything of the line, unless his name is Aaron Rodgers. You know, the one thing that Aaron Rodgers can't do is overcome a bull rush. And the Bucks have the capability of Todd Bowles is the defensive genius like we still think he is to set up a scheme to just keep Aaron Rodgers uncomfortable. I feel like Tom Brady can overcome uncomfortability more than Aaron Rodgers can. Can you imagine if Tom Brady beats Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes in three straight games to win a Super Bowl? And we'll throw in Taylor Haneke. I mean, that's that's, that's probably the, you know, outside of Tom Brady, the three other greatest quarterbacks of Absolutely. all time. Absolutely. Uh, that'd be incredible. Just run. I mean, at that point, you just you're if you're Tom Brady, you're like it doesn't get any better than this. He retires if they win a Super Bowl. I think. Yeah. I think like right. I don't think that there's a chance that he doesn't retire. I mean, him and BA both. Like, and there's because yeah. so that's even more so. If the Bucks win a Super Bowl, Bruce Arians is 100 percent retiring. And if he retires, the last thing Tom Brady wants is to pretty much be on a new team. With learning a different offensive scheme again, having to go through the rigmarole of the first seven weeks again with, with new offense, like that would be the single-handed best mic drop you would see in sports. John Elway, that was fine. You know, whatever. He 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 rode uh, Terrell Davis and that defense to a Super Bowl. Uh, Peyton Manning rode Brock Osweiler and uh, that defense to a Super Bowl. Like... That would be the biggest mic drop where he's the focal point of the offense. And he's still slinging it at 43. It'd be unbelievable. I mean, they showed his fourth quarter numbers, and they've been absurd the last few weeks, especially down the down the stretch. It's it's just incredible. Yeah, it, what, it does make – what's that? Oh, I think it was 12 touchdowns and one interception after yesterday over yeah. a certain period of time, the last, last certain amount of four, fourth quarters he's been in. Yeah, and he's he's got uh, and he's throwing and completing about like seventy three percent of his passes. Just just incredible numbers from Tom Brady. But it begs the question, like if if you because there's he's a polarizing guy. I mean, I think you and I are both on the same page where we want to witness greatness, right? And I've been saying that the last couple Super Bowls, even with the Patriots, where yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Brady win just because I could say I watched the greatest quarterback of all time play. I I, I witnessed it. Um, but then there's there's people who who can't stand him. But does that does that impact them rooting for a guy like Bruce Arians or Cardinals fans kind of reliving 2017 and wondering, you know, what went wrong? How how did they let a coach who's capable 
Now, of course, with Tom Brady in tow, lead them to an NFC Championship game, potentially a Super Bowl. Are you rooting for Bruce Arians? We'll get into that debate. Plus, an interesting uh, thought Alex had about one of the still available top coaching candidates. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I uh, was got a late start today, and uh, I didn't have enough time for breakfast. What did I do? I just reached for the old trusty Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. Big thanks to the company for hooking us up with an old mix box. So I've got a one of each and every delicious flavor of Built Bar. Just uh, killer. It's more and improved. Built Bar is even more deliciouser than before. How's that possible? Because there's 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors to go with the 12 OG flavors. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft, easy to chew. And I'm, I, I'm 100% honest here when I tell you. It's the best tasting built or yeah. protein bar ever. It's hey, not Bo, even close. yeah, Bo. Let me let me jump in here quickly because this is something that Bo told me when we got uh, built bar. Once in a while, will send us a nice little care package where we get to try the new flavors and everything, which is fantastic. Um, Bo, tell me why you didn't open the box immediately, and this is one hundred percent true. Well, because I wanted to save them and I wanted to enjoy them. He would have eaten ten a day. Like, yeah, like this true. is this is no joke. I opened mine. I went the other way around. I'm down. So we got them last week. I think Monday of last week. We got 18 in a box. I'm down to six. Like, and it's all the flip. Like, they don't. I had, what did I have this morning? I had apple walnut crisp or something this morning Uh, on my way to the radio show. Like, it was, they are incredible. Like, this is no joke. This is not just an advertisement. They are insanely good. They are, and I feel bad for you. I've, I've, I've only dipped into one. I did it this morning, and now it's probably going to uh, just start things. Uh, I'll probably be down to six by tomorrow. Built Bar, they're equally as healthy as they are delicious. The bars, they're low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, great for the keto diet, low in calorie, of course. Go to the website. Use the promo code Locked On. Get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On. 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Um, you want to talk about a guy on a heater, Alex? He called out some of the uh, big time winners over the weekend. BetOnline.ag, the place we trust to place bets on NFL Saturdays and Sundays. Now it's Sundays. BetOnline.ag, and you sign up today with a free account at BetOnline.ag, and you can use the promo code Locked On. Once again, one word, and you'll get a fifty percent welcome bonus. If you're feeling a little frisky, put a hundred bucks in. That means you get fifty free dollars to play around with. Like you don't even have to spend the hundred dollars that you put in there to make some money. You could just use that $50 that you earn 50 bucks. You get 25 bucks and so on and so forth. And you're no longer sitting on the sidelines anymore. The game's even more intrigued. If, if you're kind of sad that the NFL is ending soon, college hoops ramping up, you're going to have the bubble in Indianapolis. You've got NBA games. Monday is a great game for NBA betting. Check out the full slate today. Get your 50% welcome bonus betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts I can't believe that Alex has run through 12 built, built bars I mean when <laughs> did you get your package last week yeah last Monday <laughs> I mean it's hard uh, like they're they're the perfect size so I like I overeat like I mean not overeat to the point of being gluttonous but like you know if say I go to I don't know like Wendy's or something and I want to get chicken finger like chicken nuggets i'll get six more than i should and i'll eat them you know like i try to only eat one at a time because they're so good and i do only eat one at a time but there are times where i'll eat two in a day 
Yeah. I mean, because I want to try all the flavors and everything. Share them with my wife. That's how much I like. <laughs> That's how much I ration my built bars. I won't. I won't even share them with her. Um, so it's real, real quick. Do you think Cardinals fans are, are kind of wondering, like, what the hell happened with Bruce Arians? Like, we know what happened. He was in poor health, and it just seemed like that group, that window, had closed by the end of the 2017 season. We know what the roster looked like the next season. Does it make more sense, or or do you think something else went on behind the scenes to to make BA just call it quits for a year? I think he Carson Palmer did. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I mean, I think he wanted out of out of the Kime and Bidwell, um, you know, out from under the umbrella. So he took some time. Going to the booth always seems like a fun idea, and I'm sure until you realize how much travel's involved. I mean, there's as much travel involved that there than there is playing than being a head coach. You know, so, and I mean, imagine getting chosen to do the Jacksonville, Tennessee game. You have to fly to Jacksonville. It's not as fun. Like, this is just, we've seen this multiple times before. I mean, this is the Mike McCoy just grabbing the coattails of Peyton and saying, let's go. And I mean, what we saw last night, though, was just awful play calling. I mean, I mean, seriously. Like any time it was third and one to third and three, it was a deep ball down down the sideline. The only one that actually th- that connected was a perfect pinpoint precision pass by Tom Brady to Scotty Miller. Like as it just just fused between two outstretched hands of defenders uh, mm-hmm. in, into the breadbasket of Scotty Miller. Other than that, that was that was PTSD for Cardinals fans. It's like, how do the Bucks not have 35 points right now and they only have 13? Well, the play calling's terrible on third down. You don't have to go for a Hail Mary every third down. And uh, it ended up working out because Tom Brady's their quarterback. That was his MO. I remember late in games he would he would dial that up. And it, it worked out uh, probably just as much as it failed. There's a, uh, you know, it's it was great to see sometimes. I remember a big catch from John Brown late in the contest against Philadelphia that was just huge. Uh, I mean, there were some big time plays that came in those situations. So th- it's, it's not all frustration with that, but uh, it is it is interesting because when you think about Bruce Arians and he was in the broadcast booth and he obviously missed the game, he missed coaching the game. He was a guy that was uh, not given the opportunity to be a head coach until it was too late. He was already sixty, as he said, sixty and sexy before his first head coaching job. He had to kind of prove to everybody that he, he was capable of it in uh, Chuck Pagano's cancer absence with the Indianapolis Colts. But, you know, I think he's just one of those guys who just can't give it up. I, I don't I don't think it's a, a true indictment on the Arizona Cardinals and their organization. He probably realized without Carson Palmer and the, the fact that the team had kind of neglected the quarterback position in drafting anybody outside of Logan Thomas, he probably realized that that cupboard was bare and the options as far as free agents, they weren't going to get Drew Brees to come over in that offseason. Um, that it just... It was probably, you know, for his health and with that that roster, it pro- it could have killed him coaching that team. So, you know, I, I understand it comes back and then it was you, you look at the the box and it was originally with Jameis Winston, and then they're able to get Tom Brady to come in there. It's just it's an opportunity for Bruce Arians to kind of get that guy to help him right off into the sunset potentially with Tom Brady. Um, but if you're a Cardinals fan, I'm here to tell you, like, don't be bitter about how that ended. It was just a, it was what it was. The Cardinals witnessed and got to have some of the, the most success this franchise has ever had. I think it kind of changed the expectations 
for the first time ever. Um, and now the organization is just trying to figure out who's going to be the next guy to, to take the next step in that. I don't know if that guy's in, you know, in the organization. Now, you, Alex, real quick, you thought that Brian Dable being available still, probably because he's still coaching the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, is good for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's it's like everybody thought, or most people thought, if you're on Twitter or otherwise, that Brian Dable was going to be the next head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers because of what he did with Josh Allen and Justin Herbert already being exponentially further ahead through his rookie year than Josh Allen was. I feel like it'd be a natural fit to take him to the next level. The fact that they've gone through and, you know, the Jets have hired their guy and the Lions have hired their guy and Eric Bieniemy's getting a, like the NFL's changing the rules so Eric Bieniemy can interview with the Texans via Zoom today. Uh, Brian Dable may be in for that job too. We don't know, obviously, because they're still playing. So there's a lot, you know, there's probably a lot of information we don't know because they're still in playoff contention. But if Brian Dable decides to punt and stays, or maybe he didn't get an offer, we don't know. He, st- he stays with Buffalo for one more year and Cliff gets fired. Or they decide to move on from Cliff. Brian Dable, <laughs> here's the thing Brian Dable got a front row seat to what Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are capable of with the Hale Murray. Okay, he was on the field, and what if he saw something in Kyler where it's like, man, I could do so much better with that guy? Who knows? It would be a perfect transition from where we are now in purgatory to what could be with the with the true quarterback grower. I mean, what he's done with Josh Allen. It may just be a one. Th- it may just be a you know a, a, a one guy thing. It may be a one hit wonder. It may just be that Stephon Diggs is coming and the defense is good, but. Reminder, Josh Allen did not make the all-conference team in the Mountain West Conference his last year at Wyoming, and he went number 7 overall. The growth that he's had to this year is like what Kawhi Leonard did in the NBA where he couldn't shoot in college. He only rebounded and played defense, and now he's one of the better scorers in the league. Like, the growth that we've seen with Brian Dable as his offensive coordinator – who knows? Something like that with Kyler Murray, you'd have to salivate at the opportunity if, if you were given to it if you're a Cardinals fan. And to put things in perspective, I mean, these were Josh Allen's numbers last season. He was 10-6. and six. He completed fifty, just under 59% of his <gasps> passes. Just over 3,000 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, and 9 picks. Kyler Murray already has, has exceeded those numbers. Um, and, and that was his year, too. Now, of course, Buffalo... Their defense was playing at a pretty high level last year. Um, it, it, they were able to, and also adding Stefan Diggs really helps. It helps Kyler Murray, obviously, with DeAndre Hopkins. But it, it, you have to conti- continue to be excited about what Kyler Murray was able to accomplish in year two, despite them finishing the way they did. I mean, there has to be, you have to be excited that potentially still, even without Brian Dable in the fold, that Kyler took a big jump. Now, can he put it all together for a 16-game stretch? What does that look like? We'll continue to kind of look at what the Cardinals can do to put Kyler Murray in a position that Josh Allen was put in this year with Buffalo to where he can just have an immense amount of success, put himself in the MVP conversation for real. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, of course, this week on Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Bo. It's Alex. Give us a follow on Twitter at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner, at Lockdown AZ Cards. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.